That hat was well worth the Deutschmarks. It's fucking cold out, Klaus said. It was November in Berlin, and my host family, which consisted of Klaus, was teaching me idiomatic German expressions. I don't think that's German, I said in English. But a German would say that in English, Klaus stated very matter-of-factly. I was pretty sure that wasn't true, but what did I know? Well, for one thing, I didn't know German, let alone how a typical German speaks German, or doesn't speak German, as it were. And, well, it was fucking cold out. I've long maintained that I prefer being too cold rather than too hot. My usual justification for this is you can always put on more layers if you're too cold. If you're too hot, though, there's only so much you can take off before you find yourself getting arrested for indecent exposure. Or, in my case, there's only so much you can take off before you start blinding those around you with your paleness, and then getting arrested for indecent exposure. My other rationale is that cold weather doesn't make people angry, but heat makes people do crazy things. If falling down took place in Detroit in January, Michael Douglas's character probably would have just stayed indoors with some hot chocolate and Stelladoro breakfast treats instead of terrorizing Los Angeles. This also helps explain why Canadians tend to be so friendly. You would be too if the temperature never broke 90 degrees. Even fairly level-headed me gets miserable in the summertime. I get sweaty and gross and grumpy. In the winter, though, there's no sweat, no grossness, no grumpiness. Just, sweet baby Jesus, this weather is freezing. Or, Alf Deutsch, it's fucking cold out. For the duration of my studies in Berlin, the closest thing I had to a winter coat was a hooded sweatshirt. The idea was that I would be home for Christmas before it got too cold out, and there was no sense in packing a winter jacket. It should go without saying that I was never a member of the Boy Scouts as a young one. Be prepared was not my credo. I was not prepared for Fusen, for example. Fusen is a small town way down in southern Germany, south of Munich, about a mile from Austria. I thought it would be fun to escape Berlin for a weekend, check out some small-town Deutschland, visit a castle. And hey, Fusen translates to feet. So, uh, there's that. The problem with my you-can-always-put-on-more-layers-if-you're-too-cold theorem on winter is it doesn't really work if you don't have more layers to put on. For example, if you're in Bavaria and all you have is a hooded sweatshirt, you're going to be a little on the chilly side. More so if all your socks are dirty and you're wearing flip-flops. Even more so if you're climbing up a mountain to go check out a freezing castle from the 1300s. If memory serves, the only article of clothing I bought while in Germany was a hat from a tiny shop on a cold night in Fusen. Which isn't to suggest that there were any not-cold nights in Fusen. My climate tolerances probably stem from my upstate upbringing. My upstate bringing. The upstate New York winter is a harsh one, but the summer is not so bad. And when summer gets you down, you just go down to the old swimming hole. You know, with a tire swing, by the creek, where we found the dead body that one time. Okay, now I'm confusing my childhood with Stand By Me. Point is, upstate, you roll with the punches. It's hot out, you go swimming. It's fucking cold out, you bundle up and put another log on the fire. 
Here in New York City, the seasons are the other way around. Here the winters are not so bad, and the summers are ball-stiflingly hot. I don't even know what that means, but it doesn't sound good. Air conditioning is a must in the summer, and putting another log in the fire isn't really an option in the winter. Aside. Why is every bodega you walk by this time of year selling firewood? Who is buying firewood in Manhattan? Overpriced firewood at that, wrapped in cellophane. Is it decorative? No one in New York actually has a fireplace anymore. And, well, if they do, it's a decorative fireplace. Is this leftover firewood passed down from bodega proprietor to bodega proprietor over the decades? Are they selling us wood that was chopped down from the forests in Harlem in the 1600s until the one guy who's actually buying it for his shanty hut underneath the Williamsburg Bridge actually uses it all up? I'll do some homework to see what I can find out. Let me know if you find anything. The biggest winter dilemma in New York isn't the actual weather. It's the fashion. Fashion. My personal, and admittedly neurotic, rule is that once you go winter coat, you don't go back. I'm not sure where I got this, but it's my thing and I'm running with it. The idea is once you start wearing your winter coat, you wear your winter coat. If the weather suddenly takes a turn for the warm, tough cookies, pal, you're coat committed for the season. As you can probably guess, this has burned me more than a few times. The temperature jukes 20 degrees south for a few days before returning to normal, and in that time you've switched over to your coat. Deal with it, sucker. Point is, it's getting cold here in New York. It'll be a New York City cold, though, not an upstate cold. I have yet to convert over to the winter coat, but I can feel it coming. I sense more layers on the horizon, and that's okay. Or, auf Deutsch, und das ist okay. A German would say that in English, Klaus stated very matter-of-factly. <laughs>